That seltzer was super loud. Yeah. Oh, crap. I have to go turn the heater off. Okay. I was going to say, it's nice and cozy in here. Even though you turn the heat off, I'm glad I feel so warm. No such luck. Some ambient noise, which I don't know if it can be picked up by the mics. The heater's on. Refrigerator's on. The neighbors upstairs are um, periodically screaming. Yeah. Maybe about like every 15 minutes yeah. or so, they'll we just think, be like, Ugh. Yeah, we think they're watching a sport. A sport. Yeah. But it has to be a rerun, yeah. right? So they should know what happens and not be so ex- excited. Maybe it's just a very emotional moment for them. Yeah. <laughs> just watching. Can you imagine just watching the same like football game like over and over and, <laughs> and just crying? <laughs> like every time. And you weren't a participant in the game. It's just like a random game that like a team you know is in. I feel like this is a character in a movie. It's like someone who like like bet the farm on a game and lost. Yeah. And now all they do is watch this same game over and over again. It's like Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Yeah. Except, you know, which is in hindsight extremely extremely transphobic yeah. It's like, yeah 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 it's yeah. like ace ventura except not transphobic and not murderous right and no humor <laughs> yeah it's just i don't know i would laugh yeah yeah like anyone that gets anyone that bets their life on something i shouldn't say that <laughs> anyone that bets their life on something deserves to be laughed at <laughs> <laughs> the, do not take big risks that's what you're saying yeah like you should have known better put it all on like red <clears throat> in a roulette you know as much as i laugh about it i have been to that point where i'm like oh yeah i could put a thousand dollars on re- like black right now yeah uh, did you win i didn't do it oh. i like i've just been at that door and been like hmm <laughs> This feels really good. I need to leave now. <laughs> Before I gamble everything away. Mm-hmm. You have pretty good luck in gambling, but I think it, it, overall it's a fool's errand. Yeah, I have... Variance has been on my side at yeah. the casino, and I like I realize that it's gambler's fallacy to assume that I'm going to lose from here on out, but I'm I'm not going to do well. <laughs> Well, I think what's accurate is to know that you are going to lose overall. Yeah. Well, I'm. here's the thing, though, is that you might not. Like, some people just... There's a probability that there is at least one person who's never lost something that they've gambled and never will. Yeah. I mean, assume, like, assuming that, like, they don't get metacognitive about it and then make some stupid bet. Right. But there's got to be at least one person out there that, like, for every like every lottery ticket they've won, or every lottery ticket they've played, they've won, like, a dollar. Yeah. I had somebody tell me, um, a friend of a friend, just tell me that he always wins the lottery all the time, and he's extremely lucky. And I was, like, thinking to myself, then why are you in, like, extreme poverty, living in, like, a dilapidated <laughs> trailer? <laughs> and why did you just get out of prison? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because <laughs> you're obviously not lucky at all. Like, this guy clearly is taking his, uh, he's taking his victories where he can. Yes, it's not a bad outlook. It's just, 
uh, factually incorrect brag. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like, I, I think about going to a casino every now and then, but then I remember that I'm not go- like, because my current, the last time I went, I won money. Mm-hmm. Like cash money, like the like. Here's a tax form to fill out, kind of money. <laughs> and I know that I'm like, when I go back, I'm gonna be expecting that again. Yeah, it's like, so, well, I can't just walk into a casino and come away with like a bunch of money. Yeah, time. and like I rationally want to, because I I I have a good time there. Like mm-hmm. like sit back and play penny poker mm-hmm. for like hours at a clip. Yeah. Like all those 80-year-old chain smokers. <laughs> but I know that in the back of my head I'm I want to go because I'm going to compl- like it's like I got to hit big again. Yeah. I want more tax forms. <laughs> That's really you don't even care about the money. You just want to fill out tax forms. I'm not going to lie, winning the money felt great. Other people's expressions looking at me as I sat there winning was completely what I was that what I was there for. What are they look like jealous jealous just seething with anger as you could watch them put their last twenty dollar bill into the machine like it i am gonna be the first to admit like i love delight in the misery of others (laughs) and that that topped it i can't get better than that isn't it ironic that that's your last twenty dollars and i have so many more twenties of dollars (laughs) Yeah, I've got like 420s now. <laughs> it's a shame you can't have any. <laughs> it's all going to pay my debt. <laughs> I got I got escorted out of the casino. Like they gave me like someone to walk me to my car. Uh, that's smart. Well, yeah, everyone's just been watching the person who should get robbed. Did you get it in cash? I did. Oh. Yeah. Did they, they have to Did you have to get it in cash? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they had me hold my hand out. Like, so the cameras could see, Mm -hmm. and then they, like, put $100 bills into my hand so everyone could see. And you're like, and now everyone knows exactly who to rob. They watch, (laughs) everyone watches you put it in, like, one specific pocket. Yeah. (laughs) And you're like... They gave me an envelope. They did do that for me. Well, that's nice of them. Yeah. But it was like, oh, such a good feeling. Wonder, but that means I can never go back again. I wonder what they do if it's like more money than you can really carry out of there. If they transfer it to an account. I imagine over 10 grand they'll do a check. Yeah. Like this was, it was like, this was a fair amount of money. Yeah. Like it was like change my life amount. Yeah. Kind of, well, I paid off a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's a change, but it's not a huge. Yeah, I'm not like, we're not on a yacht right now doing this. (laughs) Not that I would get a yacht anyway. And record, like, a podcast on a yacht. (laughs) I don't even know if that would be good. Like, wouldn't even be good for acoustics, I don't think. Probably not. It's like seagulls screaming, unlike your absurdity. It's it's more high-pitched. Oh, Lord. Hard pass. Yeah. I think a yacht's a waste of money. I do want a boat. I love the idea of a boat, but not a yacht. Yeah. Um, I forget what I was going to say about gambling. Oh, the fir- so the first time I went to a casino, which was probably like, I don't know, four years ago, um, I didn't really know like how it worked. So I ended up 
I signed up for a little card and I got like, I don't know, $10 in credit on that card. And then I, I and I honestly still don't know how the slot machines work very well. Like they still confuse me. I don't understand. I think it's intentional. Oh, it's absolutely. Yeah. It's designed to mesmerize you. Yeah. Like, a, and I don't understand like their little like betting system, like and how much, you know, accidentally I'll be on the dollar bets. And I'm like, I did not intend to be on a dollar bet because I was trying to play with like 20 bucks and I wanted to last a while. Um, I couldn't figure out how to get the little card with my credits to like work with the machine, so I called over a, a person. But I ended up winning. Um, overall, I think I won like thirty dollars or something, which is cool. Oh, hey. but, yeah, but so but early on, I cashed out um, bits before I could figure out how to use the um, the credit that I had. I had like some little receipts for like not very much money. They were like a dollar eighty, like you know how from each machine that i went to yeah and we didn't realize that there were um like automated machines on the perimeter that you could go to so we just went to the cashier <laughs> for like a dollar <laughs> yeah. 80 and the person was like oh like did you win and i was like yeah a little bit and like i handed it to her and she was like any specific way you want this and i was like it was like ones and quarters. <laughs> and she, like, the derision on their side was like, she, it was all she could do to keep just like laughing at me. <laughs> and then later, when I f- found out that the um, machines existed on the perimeter, and then they said, like, you know, you can only use these up to like, I don't know, $500 or something like that, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So people are using these machines. They're not yeah. using the cashier. I, I literally cashed like under $3 across two tickets at the cashier yeah oh that's <laughs> i imagine you made that cashier's day yeah i was confused like for her to ask you how you wanted it yeah yeah like she's clearly <laughs> trolling you she was expecting me to like come back to her with like i don't know five thousand dollars or something in tickets and it was not even four five dollars literally <laughs> and the thing is she already knew knew me from earlier in the day because we went to go get those cards with the free stuff but we went to the cashier instead of this other booth that we're supposed to go to so she'd already seen me like wandering around like very confused i'm not a professional like i'm not a senior citizen who like lives near a casino and goes there all the time right so this is the second time she's watched you mess up yes (laughs) and then i had to like get an attendant to like come over and show me how to use their like stupid card system so i get my credit which yeah. I like I lost money but I turned that ten dollars in credit to like three like real dollars so I went hot dog hot dog now it's it's it, it, I, I, you, you made a point earlier that I want to go back to that you like don't know how the slot machines work yeah so that's actually how they get you hooked yeah by making it confusing and as you're learning how to use the machine they're reinforcing that learning procedure with occasional wins Mm -hmm. in this like skinner box system Mm -hmm. and like learning how to do something while being rewarded is what hooks you into using the slot machines Mm -hmm. and is like the center like that's why there's just like hundreds of rows of these slot machines because they're like little addict boxes yeah i think it makes sense too because as you're learning it you're feeling like you're making some kind of progress to understanding some kind of a system, which, I mean, you kind of are, but it takes the edge off the fact that you're losing actual money. So you're like, yeah. oh, well, I lost 50 bucks, but I figured this out about the machine. Right. Now I'll do better next time. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's the Skinner box element of it, is that the longer you play the game, the mm-hmm. less likely you are to win. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which is valid, I guess. I don't know how that's not illegal, but they manage. When I go to the casinos, my thing is I hate losing money. So I like to, when I'm up, I just cash out. But the thing is, last time I went to a casino, I put in 20 bucks thinking, okay, I'm going to go up and I'm going to cash out, make a quick like 15 bucks, 18 bucks or whatever at some point, or, you know, maybe 10. Cause that's, and that's enough for me. Cause I'm like, I win. I got $10, <laughs> uh, but then I lost it and I was like, damn it. It was video poker. Oh, absolutely. So then I went to the blackjack, um, video blackjack table with my friends and they had a, I mean, it's not, they had it, the internet had it, but they pointed me to the like probability table on the internet and we just followed, I just played completely following it and slowly I clawed back my $20 over the course of like a few hours through video blackjack and profited like seven or eight dollars but the stress that was like involved in that uh whole ordeal of like losing and then gaining my money back was stupid so this is a reason we need a producer welcome to breakfast with your friends (laughs) this is a podcast about nothing in particular and everything and sometimes we won't tell you who we are but we'll be at your breakfast table (laughs) well to be fair i mean you're literally clicking on a file name or you know a podcast that says breakfast with your friends that's fair so if you don't know what you're listening to i can't i can't help you (laughs) now it's your problem it really i mean it is but we respect you thank welcome (laughs) welcome this is episode connie respects you i couldn't give a shit (laughs) (laughs) it's episode three um we have i don't remember how many downloads we have right now but they've increased exponentially more faster than the coronavirus is spreading yeah it's almost like this pandemic is beneficial to our numbers yeah we're viral we've gone viral oh that that needs an air horn (laughs) that's not an air horn sound oh no this is i'm talking like oh cool (laughs) you know like the, the those awful air horns they play at sports games yeah I guess that's a benefit is now the sports are shut down so we can't hear any air horns oh. and we can't yeah and you know other other good things about this horrible situation are lower pollution yeah so that's cool and uh, and more working from home as far as like you know people realizing like we don't actually need these people to come into the office these metropolitan areas are cleaner apparently New York City's carbon monoxide levels have dropped to the lowest they've been in 20 years. Yeah. 20, it's, 10, 20, it, a number yeah. of higher, like... Yeah. I'm not a newscaster. <laughs> the, the levels are the lowest they've been in a period of time. <laughs> you know, like the period of time is like a week. <laughs> yeah. But, but no, it's in like smog levels are down all over the world. LA is like, mm-hmm. you can see it. Yeah. So I guess that shows that we can make a big difference environmentally with huge life altering changes. Um, I don't think this is sustainable, but if people could work from home more or, you know, travel could be more efficient or it could be, things could be more local. You know, instead of everyone zip zapping around to the office 40 yeah. miles each way. I think it's just showing that office work can be done at home. 
Yeah, I mean, it's definitely less efficient for me working from home. Um, but it's hard to separate what's the um, issue of not actually being there in person and what is the crushing uh, depression. <laughs> Which ones are impacting my productivity uh, yeah. more? Probably both are, are impacting it. But That's fair. I will say that my productivity has gone down a little bit. And I work from home anyway. Yeah. I've... You know, I did it before it was cool and government mandated. Um, but my productivity has still suffered a little. And I think it is in part due to the anxiety of what's going on outside. Yeah. So I wouldn't completely rule out the whole working from home thing. Yeah. Um, I know my coworkers are not doing that well because they're not used to being with their families. Mm-hmm. So... Uh-huh. Yeah, I can understand. I mean, if they normally worked from home, their kids wouldn't be there working as well. You know, they'd be at school. Yeah. And I get it. That Not must, working, but hanging out, rather. It must be hard, right? Like, you've got these bored kids that, like, you know, they don't, they've gone their whole lives, like, going to school. Yeah. And now they're home where they're normally having fun. Mm-hmm. And they have to, to work and, like, study on their own, which is, it's hard to do. I mean, I don't, like... I've taken some online classes, but the thought of taking all classes online is I don't I'm I don't envy the kids in in school now, college or otherwise, just trying to do all those courses online when it, it really isn't the same experience. Yeah. And I I think people are doing okay. I have faith in people. I hope that this is a lesson that this is I, I think important for us to go through this as, you know, like humanity just being like okay, we need, we've reached this digital age. Maybe it's time that we start doing things a little more digitally. That's true. Yeah. Like, we definitely got pushed into the pool Mm -hmm. like this, but I think as long as we don't drown, we're going to hopefully not develop a phobia to it. That's the one thing I'm worried about. Phobia to working from home. Yeah, like, we... I'm worried that the reaction after all of this is over is that people are going to detest working from home and think that it's not a viable option, even though a lot of the issues are coming from, like, the fact that there's a virus. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it is good to at least have the capability um, set up to work from home, even if people don't end up doing it, because perhaps it's it's more efficient or the employers have other reasons to have people come into the office and have them be available. I prefer to go in. I mean, I had the ability to work from home occasionally before this, and I only did it one time, and I was like, I hate this. I'm, I'm going in the office. It's just easier. I don't live super far from work, either, so right. that that's helpful. But I think that having the ability and the infrastructure to have people work from home is good because there's other disasters that can occur where people... And many of them do affect your ability to work from home, such as, you know, power and internet outage, which fortunately we don't experience right now. But it's like the certainly like disaster plans had not been, I'm sure, you know, tested. Right. Um, And so this is a test of those. Although you say you like to work from home. I don't like to work from home. Or I'm sorry. Exactly. They, I, that was my fault. I got that one backwards. Um, no, you say you like to go into work, but would you, if everyone else was working from home or is it just a matter of being near people? Um, if nobody was there, I 
I would like it because I have a better setup. I don't have a good setup for my house. Uh, I have a desk, you know, it's, I have, I have monitors. I'm not working off of a laptop. It's ergonomic. You know, it's not, I'm not sitting on my couch, propping on my laptop up on pillows on my lap. <laughs> um, I can see that it, it delineates like the start and end of the day for me, even if, I mean, I guess I'm lucky. I don't have to really work off hours much or only in the case of like emergencies. So it kind of provides that kind of a structure and, but I do really like interacting with people in person The silver lining has been that for some of my meetings they've actually gone better over microsoft teams than in person because for meetings that can tend to get kind of like heated and art and argumentative people aren't reacting to each other as much because you're just on like little video screens so yeah so um, for certain circumstances where things kind of can escalate and it's not all meetings very a small subset they haven't escalated over the teams which is cool um but I, other ones would have been way more efficient in person like so i think that will actually go away as people get used to using video chat and you will start seeing escalation hmm. thankfully you can mute people <laughs> which hopefully will never have to be done i do have faith in your team but well you can mute them but i mean you're not gonna get anywhere if you mute them and then you don't have any idea what they said it's gonna become pretty apparent well if they're talking trash then who cares what they said that's true i guess i'm just being a dick yeah (laughs) i mean it does it's not them talking trash it's just you know not providing productive answers and stonewalling and things like that it's not that's not the kind of thing you can just i mean if someone talked trash to me in the office to my face i might just walk out i mean of the room be like i'm not this is unprofessional i'm not listening you know but it doesn't get it's not like that level it's not just you know it's not people just berating you it's more just like refusing to give answers that's right i forgot you don't work in the private sector (laughs) i don't know that the private is the private sector full of people just like screaming at each other all the time (laughs) (laughs) some of it is i'm sure i'm sure some of it is and i may have had several jobs where i've heard stories of people getting into arguments and or fist fights oh wow well that's just illegal yeah well that's just assault right there oh straight up yeah but that's katana waving sword (laughs) sword fights (laughs) management by what is that katana by wielding a katana yeah yeah that's a a joke um I guess I'll have to. Exp- I'll just I'll explain well, it. By management, by wa- management, by walking around is a um, that's a thing. MW no MBWA. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, this is a callback to our first episode, yes. which listeners should definitely go back and listen to if you haven't. And if you have and you still don't remember, I'm sure let's do it again. Yeah, in the just beginning. just keep listening and keep like if we ever get affiliate links, just keep clicking on those and buying things that we tell you to buy. <laughs> and you know eventually you'll figure it out and you'll also have purchased the thing that gives you happiness in life sounds like a good plan yeah yeah if you're feeling nervous about the coronavirus and the coronavirus is still going on several years into the future when we get sponsors i don't know yeah I guess we're all dead at that point so. well yeah exactly if you 
<laughs> anthropologists who are listening to this hundreds of years in the future, click on our affiliate link. <laughs> <laughs> click on me undies. Yeah. <laughs> buy, buy soft underwear. Check out brilliant.org. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one you've heard advertised? Yeah, I hear uh, that one constantly. I guess you listen to different podcasts than I. All of my podcasts I listen to advertise better help which is an online therapy oh i get be- i get better help yeah i get i i get better help i get um like on coursera okay i don't i don't get that one although i have been doing a coursera course well i haven't been doing i didn't want to pay for it so i've been watching video <laughs> the free videos on writing a short uh writing a personal essay their videos were good i don't know that it's going to lead me to write an essay but I enjoyed them. I watch a YouTuber who makes constant jokes about being sponsored by Yorkshire Tea. And he's been making this joke for years, mm-hmm. saying that they're not really a sponsor, but they should be. Mm-hmm. Yorkshire Tea actually reached out to him for a sponsorship deal <laughs> oh, and mailed him like 400 pounds of tea bags. <laughs> that's actually a, kind of a nuisance. Like, what would you do with 400 pounds of tea bags? He drinks several cups during like shows that he does oh wow i hope he has like a garage i i do too <laughs> otherwise it's like it's just like there's a video of him like sitting he made a throne out of oh, all cool. of the tea boxes it's like when you um when the police like sees a lot of drugs and they take pictures of themselves with like drugs in the background yeah or you know like super troopers where that happens oh <laughs> <laughs> and they just smoke it all yeah <laughs> It's like seizing all this tea. And it's a good haul. Yeah, it's a good haul. But can you? How much space does it take up? Because an individual like box of tea. I mean, tea's very light. Yeah, so. I it might not be quite four hundred pounds. It was easily a like a lot. A living room's worth. Oh my goodness! Like I think it is just his living room. Yeah, is now all tea. I'd prefer to have the money that I could then buy a portion of tea in. But I think they're giving him money, too. That's cool. I hope. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, that's a weird sponsorship deal. Yeah. Just like tea. Yeah. I don't know. Fun times, though. Yeah. Other things that are advertised to me are, well, MeUndies, um, uh, Rothy's shoes. <laughs> they're, okay. they're, they seem pretty cool, but they're too expensive. Yeah. They're like $150 or $120. And I'm like, Ugh. that's too much for a shoe. I'm looking more for $40. Color me pay less. <laughs> the most beautiful color of all. That awkward orange. Yeah, cool. The same orange is on our website. Oh my God, it is, isn't it? No, it, our orange is a little brighter than theirs. Yeah. Is Payless went bankrupt, didn't they? I think they closed their stores. Probably. Yeah. Payless was good for getting like. $13 shoes for like that you're going to wear for a specific occasion for two hours. Yeah. And then they fall apart. I've had them fall apart like within the day. Yes. Granted, you know, I think that was an exception to yeah. their quality wasn't that bad consistently. Their quality wasn't that bad, but it wasn't very good either. But it was also priced accordingly. Yeah. You got what you paid for. Yeah. And I'm sure like some like aspiring shoe smith, what are they called? cobblers cobbler yeah some aspiring cobbler could do some good things with a cheap pair of shoes from there Mm -hmm. 
to be like use it as a bait kind of like a fixer upper for shoes it's the apprenticeship program for cobblers is they have them like repairing payless shoes what did i think about this years ago i could have been buying super cheap shoes and then making cool ones out of it oh like fixing them yeah yourself yeah oh my god well i'm to be fair i usually wear shoes until they fall apart yeah so yeah i i (laughs) i don't know if there's any fixing them at that point i was actually like when i lived in boston i was walking over the bridge to go from cambridge into boston and there it was kind of snowy and I had this big kind of like half dollar sized hole in the bottom of my shoe. <laughs> and I like snapped a tendon because the shoe was in such bad shape. Oh, God. And I'm I like ho- I had to hobble over this like that bridge is probably like a quarter mile long. And I had to like find my way to a Maxwell's and buy real shoes like with a with an injured foot that came from me never buying shoes yeah that's the thing about shoes is it is worth like investing money in just because of the amount of injury that not having good shoes can do to you you know because it affects not only your feet but like your hips and your knees and and all that your back you know i think it affects my cognition too yeah i'm gonna blame that yeah (laughs) not all the drugs when 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 that tendon snapped so too did your brain Uh, the, the Achilles tendon is connected to the prefrontal brainstem. cortex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> brainstem. It's just a cord going from your like heel to your like um, forehead yeah. inside of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's well, I mean, for all we know, there is. We're not doctors. But I don't think there is. Excuse me. <laughs> We've had this conversation before. Yeah, we are doctors. I am. You're a medical doctor. Oh, yeah, you're a surgeon. Yeah, I'm just not licensed. <laughs> you're unlicensed. Rebel, rebel surgeon. Hashtag rebel surgeon. I'm on a board, but I'm not licensed. Yeah. And it's not the board of, like, a medical board. You're just bored. It's lit- It's like chipboard. <laughs> you own cardboard. Mm-hmm. And I sit on it and say I'm on the board. <laughs> technicality mm-hmm. you know what you don't go in as long as you wear a fancy suit no one asks for the details mm-hmm. just get scrubs walk into the hospital yeah have a stethoscope around my neck mm-hmm. take people's temperature write it on a clipboard yeah i wonder how long you could get away with doing that in an er waiting room um you could definitely get away with it under normal circumstances was not a pandemic i think now it's hospitals are probably more locked down i was surprised having been in hospitals recently how much you can just go in and out and wander around there's very little security i mean i wonder if that depends on the hospital though maybe i don't know i've never been asked to get my id i mean to get into individual wards i did have to say who i was visiting but I didn't really, I certainly didn't need to, to get into many areas. I actually, uh, one hospital that's notorious for being extremely labyrinthine, um, years ago when I was visiting my sister in there, I was trying to get out and I ended up like, like I couldn't find an exit and I wandered for like 10 minutes and I ended up in some kind of like 
experimental like lab area <laughs> there no one was there it was like evening but i was just like wandering around these like offices and i'm like help like i need to get out like there's no i can't find an exit and i'm like i also probably shouldn't be allowed to be in this area but i and i don't want to be but i can't get out of here and eventually i did get out to the street and then i like knew where to go to find my car mgh has colored strips on the floor that you follow to get to where you need to be oh that's amazing yeah uh other hospitals that i've been to never have it and i'm like it would take you an afternoon to put these strips in and change everyone's lives for the better yeah what are you doing at the labyrinthine hospital it's like you you go in through a door and then you know i was like where's the emergency department and they're like they gave me directions and it ends up like i'm walking through a dunkin donuts through a subway <laughs> And that was the that was the actual direction, and I, you're walking through these like franchises. Oh, I know where you're talking about, yeah. and then you have to go down an elevator. Yeah, then you go like down to go up, and then you yeah. go like up to go down, and then you're like, where, where am I? Help! And then people saw. The good thing is though, when people they're very helpful because they get that a lot, and they see you like looking distressed because you can't find where you're going, and because you're, you know, there for medical emergencies of people, and and they give you free parking passes and meal tickets. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that's what i got there's like oh where are you looking for i'm like i'm looking for this place and they're like oh it's right here and then like here's some like you know meal tickets i'm like thanks fun fact that is hacking 101 too uh just look lost and pathetic and then ask someone where to go where mm. how to get somewhere and they will help you mm. i hacked the hospital yeah i mean except that hospital's just like open to everyone yeah. for god knows what reason yeah yeah well i still have those meal tickets i never use them what? so oh my god i used to use the parking passes um i don't think i wanted to figure out the cafeteria you know i just went where i went and wanted to get out of there but sometime when this pandemic is over if and when and <laughs> just go to the hospital cafeteria <laughs> if we're in like downtown and we want to like get something to eat i do have several like coupons for sandwiches this is a hot date <laughs> yeah you want to go to the hospital <laughs> and i happen to know in the parking garage i don't have any tickets left but half the time when you leave they don't take a ticket or make you pay anything i think i went there like 10 times and i i gave like tickets like four times and I might have paid like once and the rest of the time they just had it open and waved me through. Yeah. It's been about half for me. Yeah. I'm not really sure why. I mean, I like it. Um, it doesn't really, se- there seems to be no rhyme or reason. It's just like whether the attendant is like extremely lazy <laughs> they don't even want to bother to. Yeah. It's like, oh no, it's, <laughs> it's an even minute yep. in the hour. You're free. Yeah. It's like a jubilee, like debt forgiveness, like plan every night for for a few hours they're just like maybe they're doing homework or something and they're like i i'm reading i'm really in this textbook yeah right <laughs> opening this i really don't feel like opening the window mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be when it's colder too i mean i don't know oh that's well, fair because when i when it was free for me it was in the winter time mm-hmm. um yeah 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 what is what is too bad about the um pandemic well many many things about it is you can't really visit people in the hospital which i, I totally get but for people who are there 
for unrelated reasons that don't have a contagious illness, obviously they don't want you potentially infecting everyone, but you also can't visit them, you know? Yeah. So I was able to visit my grandmother in the hospital a few weeks ago before this totally locked down. And that part, part of the reason I went, I mean, I should also have gone just cause she's old and, you know, I never know if I'm going to be able to see her again. But like, I also went cause I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get back in to see her for a long time, which is true. I won't. And so, we, you know, we were able to go in, but like now, now they won't let anyone in and they won't let anyone into the nursing homes. It's like, yeah, it's un, and I mean, I don't blame them. I don't either. It's just like, that's kind of a hotbed for a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, for sure. I mean, especially when there's not tests that are prevalent. So like everyone's walking around and many people have COVID-19 <clears throat> Not as many as think they do, but many people do, and but they have no knowledge because they can't get a test unless they're on like death's door. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have to shove a stick into your sinuses. Yeah. Unlike Korea, where it's like, oh, here, have some blood drawn. Right. And wait a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're in the dark ages medically. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not thrilled with the United States uh, as far as our ability to act like a first world country right now. Yeah. We're kind of the kind of like the jig is up. It's like, so, Hey, could we maybe make or buy some fucking tests? <laughs> maybe, maybe a few hundred thousand of them. It seems like they're like the knowledge of how to make them is there. Korea and other places have it. The production of making them is either there or can be made it's not like this is using like a rare like you know metal that's yeah, right. like needs to be mined <laughs> yeah right how about you make These a fucking factory pure platinum i'm no like medical you know uh, manufacturing company but maybe could you make a fucking test it turns out those people that eat silver thinking it's going to make them live forever were right all along <laughs> mm, silver have you seen them like their no. skin turns purple i didn't know people even did this oh right my now. goodness it is I I don't is, think they should do that. There, there's like some representative, I think, from Texas that had like, look at this, like that Brian, is like Brian's showing me pictures of. Is that real? That is completely real. Really? Yeah. This guy just looks like um, Tobias uh, in Arrested Development when he was in the Blue Man Group. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think the... I hope they're real. I... <laughs> this is fucking... Yeah, I know Blue Man Group. It, it looks quite like Blue Man Group. You know what's funny? That the image that you're showing me of the person with blue skin, purpley blue skin, is the polar opposite, like, color-wise, of a picture of Trump. <laughs> oh, yeah. Orange is the opposite yeah. of purple, isn't so it? So if you just took trump and put him into a um i don't know image editing software and you just what's what's it called when you just make the colors completely opposite uh an inversion inversion yeah you just click on that and that would be that picture of that dude if if trump had a beard yeah pretty much and looked like a santa claus so the medical condition is called argyria um which comes from the greek word for silver Mm -hmm. and is absolutely a thing but those people are eating it. 
Yeah. So they, it's a medical condition you don't get unless you eat silver. It's just from like too much heavy metal mm-hmm. in your system. I imagine you could get it from like too much mercury if that doesn't outright kill you. <laughs> but I far exceeded my safe level of mercury consumption. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that's unfortunate that those people are um, pursuing that uh, medically unsubstantiated path and are going to kill themselves. Yeah. But, I, you know, it's Long a free country. Long story short, we could do better test-wise. We could do a lot better. Um, we could do better than that. <laughs> yeah, is he? they're not do, eating silver to test themselves, right? there's a show like there was a program out there it's like these christian hucksters Mm -hmm. that are like they're the same people that sell like end of the world food Mm. they're trying to like sell medical silver to people because it'll cure the coronavirus Mm, no it won't yeah (laughs) it just won't well hopefully not a lot of people aren't aren't doing that or a negligible amount of people are are doing that i mean um, I think getting you know, tests going would be good. It's possible too that there's a lot of progress being made, but it's not being effectively communicated. Um, yeah, it's almost like the people in charge of the communication are dropping the ball. They're working from home. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, woo! It's like they're helping their kid with like homework. Pence is like kicked back on an ottoman. <laughs> Vince is watching um, Love is Blind on Netflix, yeah, which there, I just watched <laughs> uh, one, one of these one of these nights this week. I got Netflix back. I hadn't had it for like a year because I wasn't really watching it, but now I am for sure. Did they give you a free month? They did. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. I didn't know that they, they would do that, and I was going to buy it anyway, and then they did, and I was like, sweet. So, long story short. Yeah. <laughs> the good story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I get a new debit card, I cancel and then resubscribe for a free month nice <laughs> you've saved like 40 dollars. hell yeah why not i mean you know but they see the thing is they kept sending me these emails over last year being like come back come back excuse me i'm hiccuping into the mic they come back to netflix but they never said in there we'll give you a free month and i was waiting for them to be offering me the free month and they didn't little did i know it was there all along if i'd wanted it <laughs> the free month with it was inside you the whole time yes the free the free month of netflix it's just like i feel like i'm the wizard of oz yeah right. there's no place like home yeah it's like the hero's journey where you go out and realize that you need to go home for the journey to end <laughs> and i've been home for a fucking week yeah <laughs> this is how you realize it's like oh my god the journey ended and it's me in isolation, um, panicking. <laughs> That's good. Not, not a good end. No, good end of the movie. No bueno. I don't like going, one thing I don't like is going outside for a walk and seeing people like looking at me fearfully as they pass me and me looking at them fearfully as I pass them. It's so uh, sad to me. It's kind of like the fears of every anxious person on earth are being realized. Well, actually, not just the anxious people, but what's interesting about this is I think rates of anxiety and depression were already pretty high in this modern world that is prone to causing those things. But now it's like everybody has anxiety and depression, not just the people 
who actually ha- have it in normal circumstances, but everyone is acting with like the anxious, you know, um, ruminating, like catastrophic thoughts and everyone's extremely depressed about it. So welcome. Yeah. Welcome everyone else. <laughs> we have tea. Yeah, we have tea. I don't, I don't know what else we, we have. We have tea and paranoia. <laughs> we have a lot of coping mechanisms um, that we've developed we could share with you. Unfortunately, they're all closed. <laughs> for, yeah, right. For the coronavirus. My like. Fucking all of them. <laughs> the gym. Uh, the mall. The mall, the gym, uh, getting out and hanging out with people. Um doing like you know art or other kinds of events uh going to work socializing going to the movies i feel like introverts aren't having as hard a time like as someone who rarely leaves the house my rich inner life continues to be rich and just more inner (laughs) i'm an introvert and i enjoy isolating like a large port many of the days that I could go out, I choose to not go out, but not having the option and not having the few things that I would actually do is extremely bad. For well, it's me. because, like, who wants to be told what to do, right? That and just knowing that there's no hope is how my brain interprets it. That's <laughs> how my brain is like, no, you're not going to uh, dance. Uh, recreational dance class you know, you're not going to go to a recreational oil painting class you're not going to yoga you're never going to the gym you're never going to see your coworkers. you're never going to do anything that's what my brain says I mean I know in reality eventually I will do these things again yeah I mean absolutely and like I've been thinking about buying some oil paints and starting that up again which would be kind of cool mm-hmm. only because you're doing it mm-hmm. and I'm jealous and I would <laughs> well, like to paint not, again I'm not doing it that's the problem yeah that's yeah, fair I, I was but then like i'm like oh i'm just gonna go to michael's no i'm not mm-hmm. because it's closed it's like when the power goes out which fortunately it hasn't but i'd be like oh there's nothing to do the power's out i can't go on my computer well i guess i'll just draw and listen to music damn it i, I won't <laughs> i guess i'll just like like you go through all the things that you're gonna do i guess i'll just draw yeah i guess i'll just draw like and listen to somebody mowing the lawn Ew. I mean, not that they're mowing it now. It's in March, but there was a specific circum- th- time I'm thinking of in like 2007 when this when the power went out one day, <laughs> and I had these thoughts. And you had to, yeah, and because that's the only time people get off their couch to like go mow the lawn, pretty much, yeah. But no, it'll it'll end. Um, it's up and down. I think getting out and going for walks is helpful, but except for then people are looking at me like scared, but not everyone. Like some people are, you know, normal. I mean, not that they're coming up to me and like breathing on me or having me like breathe in their face. <laughs> and that's been the hardest adjustment because in the past. Can you imagine someone just walking up to you and going. <sighs> <laughs> that's how it was. Just a, few, a month ago, <laughs> just a few short weeks ago, and now they're not doing it. And I that miss is, it. That is oh, <laughs> that is actually the creepiest visual <laughs> that I can. <laughs> you ever just sitting there drinking a latte and like t- writing on your laptop, and somebody just leans over and just blows into your ear. <laughs> 
Oh God! Stop that! It's the creepiest visual. <laughs> Ugh. It's disgusting. You're getting a visual. I'm getting a um, tactile feeling in my ear. I'm getting like, yeah, like psychosomatic ASMR. In a bad way. Yeah, like bad touch. Bad bad ASMR. Bad bad ASMR. Bad touch. Ah. (laughs) Can we talk about anything else? Um coronavirus <laughs> all right yes let's go that is somehow less depressing than what you were just describing maybe it's good we're all staying inside <laughs> no one, the chances of anyone doing that are are negligible yeah oh yeah sorry oh it's all right it's all right i'm like over here shivering it's like when people talk about getting blood drawn and needle stuff which to me causes me to feel you know feelings in my um, inner elbow like itchy type like feelings and then makes me feel lightheaded <laughs> it's like interesting so people will do that and i'm like you need to stop or i'm gonna cra- pass out and crash this car that we're driving and they stop but <laughs> but it doesn't really affect them or and similarly like me talking about somebody coming up and blowing in your face outside or blowing in your ear it really really um hurts you but to me it doesn't do anything but i'll stop it, I, it's not like it's just the intention that would have to go into an action like that. And I would, I mean, you know, obviously be creeped out if, like, someone I didn't know came up to and, like, touched me or blew... <laughs> blew gently into your blew ear. gently on me, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, excuse me. Your coffee looks hot, madam. Let me cool that off. <sighs> oh, you blow on it, you bought it. Yeah. I would nope my way right out of the cafe. Yeah. That'd be a good um, time to take the drink that they blew in and just dump throw it on in them. Their, yeah, throw it in their face. That'd yeah. be a good face throwing drink drink in the face uh, situation. It would it would definitely de-escalate it. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> I've never thrown a drink at someone's face before. It seems fun. Yeah, it does. Although it could be dangerous if you like hit them with the cup. But on the other hand, maybe you don't give a shit because you're already throwing a drink in their face. You don't care if you smash them. Yeah. Well, I did. So the closest I've come is I filled my mouth with water and water gunned someone with that. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. College was a great time. Did you do it because they were had insulted you and you were just so mad? Or did you do no, it? No, it was because, just my roommate. Yeah, you did it as part of a bizarre uh mating ritual. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he was coming out of the elevator. I'm like, hey Dan. <laughs> what the fuck brian i was in it too yeah <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> why is your saliva and like like lukewarm water all over me now i think i was pretending i was a pokemon <laughs> do pokemon do that oh yeah oh, okay <laughs> hey you could be a pokemon for halloween next halloween and do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like worse than a clown with like a uh, fake flower that squirts water in people's faces well especially like with coronavirus fears spitting water at people does that seems like actual horror story material in their eyes (laughs) oh open up (laughs) oh god you have to think of another costume maybe you could be like a sexy nurse instead i i'm that every year (laughs) so you already have the costume yeah (laughs) this year you could be a sexy like um coronavirus icu nurse there we go yeah and i'd be like my hero 
I'll just it'll just be sexy nurse with a mask. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but everyone's alarm. everyone's gonna be sexy nurse this year. Ugh. Yeah. Everyone. I'm gonna be sexy COVID nineteen patient. <laughs> We're preemptively um like calling out all the derivative sexy nurse costumes this year. Oh, if you're yeah. even thinking about it, just stop. Just kill that thought. <laughs> yeah. Be have a little origin originality, you plebeian. <laughs> Plebeians, all of you. <laughs> if you're having this thought. Thought crime. Thought crime. Whoop, yeah. whoop. When you f- catch yourself having a plebeian thought, instead make it patrician. <laughs> My god. Are you making like an ancient Roman joke? <laughs> that like 10 people will get. <laughs> well, that's about the number of people that listen to this, so that's good. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. See, look, 100% satisfaction rate. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're a sexy COVID-19 patient. So you'll just cough on people? Yeah, yeah, but like oh look everything's falling out (laughs) you cough and then your breast will fall out from my breast to my lungs (laughs) i coughed so hard trying to get like a gasp of air that my breasts fell out of this um like small top (laughs) (laughs) oh you know what you should do is just wear one of those hospital gowns that just totally open in the back oh yeah except have it like turned around so it's open in the front um, I don't know. It's not very really realistic. I think it's better at the back. Leave something to the imagination. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Clearly, subtlety is not my game. <laughs> you just go naked <laughs> to the Halloween party. You're like, what are you? Like, I'm a sex, I'm a sexy naked person. <laughs> the only thing I'm wearing is a bag, of, uh, an empty bag to put candy in off of my wrist, and a smile. <laughs> My award-winning smile. My award-winning smile. Yeah. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I love the idea of going to a Halloween party naked. <laughs> Guys, it's a skin suit. It's not real. <laughs> it's not my skin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, I wasn't even going there. Ooh, you should go as Buffalo Bill. Just go naked. Yeah. Just com- <laughs> well, I'd want to wear cowboy boots at that point. Okay. Right? Yeah. Go over to Payless. See what you can find. Yeah, instead of sexy cowboy, I'd call it very sexy cowboy. VSC. Yeah. <laughs> it's the VSC. V period sexy cowboy. Yeah. 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 Of course, if you were really a cowboy and you were walking around with just cowboy boots on and nothing else, you would quickly discover why they wear suits of leather. <laughs> So they don't get sunburns, so they don't get cactus prickles in their butt. Yeah, yeah. Snakes, snacks, biting them on the ankles it's... and the, the legs. And, and uh, on the spurs. On the spurs, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I haven't dressed up for Halloween since I think I was in, like, 10th grade. So a real long time ago, I haven't worn anything. I think it's been longer for me. I used to like doing it when I was a kid. I had some pretty good costumes. Here, the following are costumes um, that I had. It all started when I was a baby. I was probably like two or three. How long is this story going to take? <laughs> well, it stops when I was like 15, so um, not that long. Okay. Especially because I forgot a lot of the costumes. But I wanted to be 
a lion for Halloween. So my mom made me a costume, and it, she took like a lot of you know yellow. Um, uh, what's the word? Yarn and yarn. Uh, All right. Como se dice yarn and sewed it around a little you know thing that I was going to put on my face, some kind of hat. But the thing is, I got when she made the costume and I saw it, I got scared of it. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> it is cute. And and so I couldn't be it because I, I didn't want to be it anymore because I was too scared of the, the costume. So I don't know what I actually ended up being. I should ask her. <laughs> so, <laughs> it doesn't matter what you were. That is the yeah. best Halloween story. Scared by my own, like, adorable, like, like lion costume for a toddler. <laughs> and then I don't remember what I was for a while. I was cousin. I had long hair um, and I was cousin it. I just pushed, put it in front of my face. I was Sherlock Holmes one year. I had a Sherlock Holmes hat and a fake pipe. That's a good one. Yeah, a, like a trench coat. That's um, classy. It was, it was good, yeah. I was a marionette for one year. Um, nice. Did you just like go around doing the robot? I didn't dance, but I had like this structure that my dad put together that was like somehow attached. I don't know if it was, I don't know how I was holding it up or if it was attached to my pants somehow, but it had like ropes coming down that were like tied to my wrists oh and like the little cross on the yeah, top a, yeah so it was that i was a clothesline with my dad one year <laughs> what you just tie it's easy you tie a rope around two people and then you put clothes in the middle that just seems like a really easy way to trip someone like a, like a like clothesline. a seven-year-old that's like running around it would be but they should see it we were using like a rope and like had clothes hanging from it so it was sort of like a natural selection based costume where people, kids would just if they were really really dumb just run right into it but yeah or it could be like if someone's acting up you could just like tie them up onto there and mm-hmm. then cart them around that way yeah you could do that i'm trying to think of other costumes that i was i think i was like a cat one year like i had like a black i was little i had like a black leotard and like a tail and like you know a headband with little ears yeah oh i wasn't scared of that at that point i'd gotten less scared of my own costumes that's that's a good thing yeah what were you what did you used to um sexy nurse sexy nurse sexy nurse sexy nurse (laughs) yeah a lot of sexy nurse no um i think i can only remember a few costumes um one i went as a ghost obviously with like the sheet and the oh, eyes cut out classic classic i went as dracula i like painted my face gray i slicked back my hair i like had a little red bow tie thing going on that's cool that was mm-hmm. so much fun i liked that one a lot although like i kept like tripping on my cape <laughs> <laughs> your cape was too long for it was you. a little too long and it was like a little too wet out so can you imagine like dracula like trying to be intimidating and sexy who's like i want to suck your blood and like trips and falls on his face yeah <laughs> trips is one of his teeth yeah like one of his like fangs yeah. is just like broken off and looks like a normal tooth <laughs> and then like hits his head passes out the sun comes up and melts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bad day for dracula yeah. the worst one that i had and i honestly i can't i couldn't even this was like your lion costume i could not look at pictures that my parents had taken mm-hmm. i was making little kids cry oh god it was a burn victim mask <sighs> oh it was just a mask you didn't even put on the makeup or anything. yeah it was just a mask that and is horrific like the mask itself was nothing yeah. right like that was fine but i took one of my grandma's it was like a, a like a, a 
kind of like a field hat, like you would do gardening in. Mm -hmm. It was green. And there was something about putting that hat on with that mask made the mask look real. Oh, shit. Because it kind of like dulled. Mm -hmm. It it no longer, like it stopped looking glossy Mm -hmm. and the reds like kind of came out a little more. Yeah. It was actually those pictures creep me out to this day. It sounds really creepy. I made a I made a five year old ball. Oh, that's and then you were like just laughing. I, no, no, I felt just... terrible. I was I was like like eight years old. Yeah, and like oh, that's sad. I won Halloween though. Yeah, <laughs> You're like I'm I'm bringing it back. It's not it's not just about being cute and getting candy. It's about terrifying people. And then specifically five year olds. I have one that it wasn't me, but it's completely worth telling. My nephew. I don't remember which one. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't even know how many nephews I have. I think it might have. Uh, I, I think of it might have been my older nephew. Um, has a Ro- had a Ronald Reagan mask, <laughs> and like he doesn't know who Ronald Reagan is, but he went and it just made him look like a little troll <laughs> because it was huge for his body. <laughs> Maybe he looked like a Ronald Reagan bobblehead. Yeah, it, it made him look like a Ronald Reagan bobblehead, yeah. and he, he just went around like. That as is, that that is terrifying <laughs> it was a little terrifying yeah. it was like if chucky was a president <laughs> it'd probably be a better president than reagan yeah probably <laughs> that's so funny but that and that's it that's all i remember i don't remember any other things that i did did you like interrogate him about iran contra <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't very old i don't think i knew who reagan was at that point either yeah that's funny. I wonder why he had a Reagan mask. I, it was just one of those things. Like my parents go lawn sailing a yeah, lot, so they find things. Yeah, yeah. And they always take like the the pot, the free pile. They always just like take a bunch of stuff because they do lawn sales too. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we can put a quarter on all of these things. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding? You can flip this Reagan mask. <laughs> yeah, but that thing like wound up in our house yeah. and so it became yeah like a part of the zeitgeist of my time that's funny i would have liked to have a reagan mask i could do some fun bits with it and it's absolutely worth having yeah i wonder if i, I look for it yeah if we're more about ronald reagan yeah um listen to the the dollop uh double uh, episode on reagan it's with Patton oswald and it's amazing such a good episode yeah it's really fun if you want to learn all the like if you thought reagan was messed up you listen to that and be like what in the actual fuck this was even worse (laughs) (laughs) well i think we're over an hour now would uh might be a good time to start wrapping up yeah we can well we really got talking a lot about a lot of um tangents today <laughs> that's like our podcast that's every day yeah <laughs> the, the tangent podcast we could just call it tangent i'm sure there's already a podcast called yeah that. breakfast with your friends is way cooler yeah and it's not just because i thought of the name it, that's totally why yeah well you thought of the of the saying yeah yeah um well I don't know what to say. This is a bad time in my life and everyone else's life in the world. So I don't know what's going to happen, but we'll probably be okay. 
yeah, stay safe. You know, yeah. don't don't take the the toilet licking challenge. <laughs> oh, is that an actual challenge? I thought my friend posted on Facebook something like, like I know it's this is gross, but I would totally take. He said it more funny, but I'd totally take four thousand dollars to lick a toilet if anyone's offering. I don't think it's an actual challenge. I think people are like spoofing. Oh, okay. But like, you know, stay safe. Don't. If- do yeah. anything reckless, I guess. It's unlikely that your toilet in particular has COVID-19 virus on it. That it's gonna, said... It's going to have other things yeah, on it. That said, we don't need the emergency rooms filling up with people who are infected with toilet disease. That's <laughs> crowding out the beds like that well, for people who need... Probably crowding out the toilets. Yeah. I We don't need that. No. 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 And, you know... Don't lick a toilet. I don't, don't think we should have to say this. Yeah. It, it should go it, without saying. It go, Well, we said it anyway, yeah, just in case. Just in case you were thinking of... You know who you are. I can just <laughs> picture somebody like l- listening to this, and they're leaning down, about to lick it, and then we start talking about it, and they stop, yeah. and they freeze, and they stand up. <laughs> we're looking at you. <laughs> we're looking at you if you're on camera. Yeah. And, you know, if you find yourself getting anxious, it's, you know... There are plenty of ways to, like, unwind. You know, you can meditate, pick up a hobby, you know, clean that room that you know needs cleaning. All these things make me feel worse. (laughs) Meditating? (laughs) Well, meditating doesn't make me feel worse, but the the idea of trying to meditate is daunting. The idea of cleaning my room makes me feel worse. But I think those are good things for people to keep in mind as options. And then the other thing is that you know for better or for worse like everything really does pass so the bad news is when you're having a good time like you know maybe four weeks ago this was too shall pass and, yeah that felt so good and it did <laughs> and now it sucks but on you know on the positive side this also too shall pass and yeah. it, it really will well like half the problem is four weeks ago did not feel good because like the dnc was falling apart again Right, as they want to do. <laughs> yeah, like all the fucking time. But yeah, yeah. Like hopefully this is like the one thing I'm take away is that at some point we will hit the bottom of the chaos and things will start to normalize. At some point this will this will pass, and then you know the other thing it's hard to do in practice, but the idea of like you really can't find, uh, you can't look forward, you can't find happiness outside of yourself because you you can't control the availability of many of your external circumstances yeah and sometimes just admitting that you're it's out of your control kind of helpful yeah like it's really cathartic to just be like well i can't do shit i'm gonna eat a kit kat (laughs) i can can, by eating this kit kat i can control (laughs) is the one thing that i can control in my life yes yeah, controlling what you could, what you can, doing what you can. So you know, I can, I can wash my hands. I cannot lick the toilet. Yeah. Things like that. Or like, I can go for a walk and make sure to get a minimum level of activity. And like, I can like find a TV show that I like. You know, those are things that you can control. Right. Yeah. Like, I think right now I'm catching up on all my reading because it's something that like, well, the rest of the world's like going through everyone else is going through chaos i have no excuse i could have been reading these for years <laughs> but it's just like well everyone else is like 
going through this journey of self-actualization, whether they like it or not, I might as well join them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the other thing I think about, too, is I can make decisions now. You know, I like to think of... Well, I don't like to, but I tend to think of perhaps the most catastrophic option, you know, or most catastrophic outcome. And and the worst that that could be is that I die and everyone else dies. And that's bad, but that's really only the worst. And then it's highly unlikely that that actually will be the outcome. In the yeah. meantime, I can make a bunch of decisions now. So say this ends in a month, two months, I don't know. But when it ends, I could be in a worse state than I could otherwise. Or I could be in a better state. So I can make decisions now that could lead me to, in three months, when it's over, be like a wreck. Or I could make decisions now that lead me to be okay. And yeah. how am I going to want to be on the other side of this? How am I, I going to want it? You know. Yeah. It, this actually reminds me a lot of like when a tragedy happens in someone's life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in the event of like a loss of life. Yeah. People, like it's quite often like one of two things will happen sometimes nothing happens sometimes it's just like oh well life is back to normal right and then like there's a small amount of people that it like ruins their life yeah but then there are like a certain amount of people and it happens pretty frequently is that when trauma happens they decide to make a good thing in their life Mm -hmm. and they use that to springboard in their life like just improve everything yeah because it's like like i guess it's almost like yolo but less douchey right (laughs) hashtag yolo hashtag non-douche yolo yeah yeah it's true i mean it's a cliche but it's also true that like there is good in bad things even if on the balance we'd go back and if we could choose we could say that person shouldn't have died or you know this person shouldn't have gotten cancer or this uh pandemic shouldn't have happened there are elements of it that are that can be you know positive like we're talking about with like environmental um you know benefits with people not commuting as much and, and flying the you know m- massive very quick environmental changes carbon monoxide the lowest it's been since a period of time in new york city much wonderful i um, mean it's horrible but like yeah and i mean the government is um in the u.s not one to always or ever rarely do the right thing but i think everyone right now not everyone but a large majority of the people in the u.s are i think realizing how much they want to have and, th- and want other people to have health care if only for their own survival so I- i'm hoping that larger people are re- amount of people are realizing wait a minute everyone else if they don't stay home i might die and my loved ones might die and they're not going to stay home unless they have subs- like the ability to not you know starve to death and they they have the ability to get like medical care and get tested in yeah. an affordable fashion so i think that's hitting home with some people so so we'll see what ends up happening. I'm not saying it's going to go through universal health care, but I think seeing that, like, we're all at risk if the public health infrastructure continues and the health care infrastructure continues to be completely fucked. <laughs> Surprise! <Yeah>. Shocker. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Like, I don't know who could have foreseen this, having the public health and health care infrastructure being fucked could have led to bad health outcomes but like anyone with a pulse yeah but <laughs> <laughs> but now it's kind of hitting home in the crisis so 
anyway well i guess we'll sign off um i hope that this was funny yeah well you know not every episode is going to be as absolutely fucking hilarious as as others yeah yeah and you know this is a serious time so we should probably turn it down to like a seven i guess yeah you're welcome i was less funny so you guys could feel the gravity of the situation we need to keep it fucking real yeah occasionally i'll add a fart joke in at the end of something i don't know (laughs) just fart into the mic yeah (laughs) just blow into my ear (laughs) blow your covid on me yeah right have a nice day (laughs) (laughs) you're just creepily whispering into the mic all right yeah well enjoy the outro music that's very Watch it just beef up style. Yeah, go get some breakfast. Yeah, see. See. Ciao. Bye bye.